All righty. So I get the amazing pleasure to introduce someone, Miss Nicole, who has been an incredible role model in my life. I was in her youth group. She taught me how to feel, speak, think of Holy Spirit. I had no idea who he was before I had her in my life. So I'm really grateful for her. Miss Nicole, you can come up. I know they're still doing, uh, kind of sending those tithes baskets around. So I'll just, while they're doing that and the kids are leaving, um, there was a couple, we did the turkey dinner giveaway yesterday. How many of you guys saw that or came or saw the pictures on Instagram? It was so fun. We had some great uh, testimonies from that. There were a couple people that were going to share those stories. I know one of them is sick today. Is there, who else was going to, yeah, come on, Jeff, would you just come up and just share? It's so important that when we do something out in the community, when you guys sow into something that you get to hear, like the fruit of what happened. And not always do we see that, but these testimonies are fruit of what you did, how you gave, and where your dinners went. So Jeff has a cool one. So uh, I teamed up with Brian and Kyle, and uh, we went across the street. And uh, we went to a couple apartments first, and uh, one person said that they didn't need one, and no one was home the other one. So Brian was like, I, I feel like that's the place we should go. So we went over across the, the way and uh, knocked on the door, and the woman, the woman inside, she said, come on in. <laughs> so we, we came in, we told her that we had a turkey dinner for her, and uh, asked her if she wanted to if we could pray for her, and she said, oh, yes, please do. So we, we prayed for her, and uh, she, she actually had someone, <clears throat> a friend of hers who had cancer, and she wanted prayer for her. So uh, that, was, that was happy, and <clears throat> we, um, we then went out, and we were like, where do we go next? And we felt like we should go across the parking lot, and there's another kind of op open door there, and we knocked, and uh, it took a while, but a woman came out. She was all bent over with a walker, and uh, uh, but she invited us in again, kind of without uh, knowing what what we were there for. And uh, we told her that we had a had a meal for her, and she was happy. And we asked her again if if she wanted prayer, and she said, "Oh yes, please pray for my for me." And so we, we prayed for her uh, that she would be healed and that she would have joy. And she was joyful. But then right as we were praying, the woman we prayed for across the way came in, <clears throat> came in with us, and she said, this is my sister-in-law. <laughs> so it was a happy family. And then her, <clears throat> her husband came. They called her husband. She came in, or he came in. And uh, he was the, one of the maintenance guys for the apartment complex there and uh, said he really likes the, the landlord there. And, and uh, we connected him to someone who had, so he had a friend who didn't have, was moving into an apartment and didn't have any furniture. And we connected him to someone, to a place that had a, a warehouse of furniture that, that helped people that needed, needed furniture. So uh, there's a lot of different things happened, a lot of connections. 
So I went with my family across the street, and my sister Evelyn had a word of knowledge to go to C or E10. So we drove around looking for apartment 10, and the closest thing we could find was apartment 710. And we went in, and we knocked on E. No one answered. And so we went up to C, and a lady named Lori answered the door. And she was so shocked that we just had, like, a free turkey dinner for her. And she was very joyful, and she teared up and was very excited. So once a month, um, I meet with some of the other pastors in Miami County, and we have breakfast together. And um, we were talking with each other. A lot of the pastors were saying, how do you get your people to do things, like to actually activate and walk out their faith. And I had mentioned, you know, we a lot of times have people pray for each other in service and some other things. And then I brought up our, our turkey dinner outreach. And I said, the nice thing about it is, you know, if you just, if you're just too scared to even look at people, you can at least drop off a dinner and, and do something. And if you want to be a little bit bolder, you can go out and you can hide behind somebody and let them do the talking and deliver the dinner, and it's still, like, maybe that's just a really huge leap of faith to just be standing there in the presence of somebody, and, and it's just too much to talk, but at least you can show up, and that's a big step of faith. Or maybe you want to really stretch yourself and actually go out and talk to people and, and bless them and pray for them and pray for healing and salvation and that kind of thing. Well, as I was saying this, one of the guys, uh, one of the pastors at the table, or he's not a pastor, but one of the guys that meets with the, with the pastors there, um, he said, yeah, my brother lives across the street at some of the apartments, and you guys gave him a turkey last year, and that totally changed his life, and it totally impacted him, and, and you guys are doing such an amazing, awesome ministry for what you're doing. And so, like, I couldn't have had a better advertisement for what we do by actually having something live right there. So just kind of a, a testimony to what all of you are doing and, and um, just thought it was really neat that that is giving us a reputation. It's really, it's giving Jesus a reputation in our community, so. Yeah. Yes. So the verse that uh, Steve shared with us yesterday before we went out and did it, honestly, I encourage you, if you've not been a part of one of these opportunities that we have here to actually go, I'm telling you, it is, you got to push yourself right? Stretch yourself, push yourself. I encourage you to do it. But this, this verse that Steve shared with us um, before he sent us on our way was the one in Titus. I really loved it. It said, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior was shown, he saved us because of his mercy. And we are going out when we do this and showing his goodness and his kindness. When the Lord tells Evelyn C10 or E10 or whatever he said and then we get in the car and we drive around to find an apartment 710 and then we find the apartment door C and E and the lady opens the door and as we begin to have the opportunity to say God sent us to you he gave her the vision the word we drove around to find you because he loves you that much and she just starts tearing up She's like, I'm in my pajamas. I'm sorry, I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> Come on. That's what it's about. And so, man, I just give yourselves a hand because we all gave and whatever. So thank you, Lord. 
Now, on that note, this is a, a day where we can bridge the gap between giving and receiving. And so as we're thankful for all that we've received, there's this opportunity that we started last year. It's our giving tree. Hopefully you saw it when you walked in because I, we have about 60 tags on the tree. Um, and that doesn't include the families from the schools. I haven't finalized that yet. But what all you need to do, there are so many different levels of tags. Like I think one of them's like buy five spatulas. You know, another one's a Visa gift card. There's bigger amounts, smaller amounts, whatever. But you just grab as many tags as you want. You grab the tag and a bag to go with it. Please leave the red clips on the tree. I'm out, they're cute, I want them all to match. So if you take them, I don't know if I'll find them again. So don't take the clip, leave it there, but then fill the bag with the items on the tag and uh, do not wrap it, but just bring it back to us. It has a due date on there and everything. I just wanted to make sure we kind of put that out there so that you have some time to shop for it just as you start shopping for all your other things. So yay, yay God, woo, woo. Seems like there's a lot today. Are you tracking here? Are you guys following so much? Okay, I'm gonna do something else. I felt like, um, obviously it's Thanksgiving week, so we know we should be like talking about thankfulness and gratefulness, um, and so we will. But I, I just felt like the Lord really impressed on me yesterday to do some words of knowledge and prophecy this morning. And I, so we just haven't done that in a long time. I know that we had our healing service in October and things like that, but for those of you who aren't familiar with what that looks like, word of knowledge is when you feel like the Holy Spirit gives you a word and it's for someone in the room or, or for who, maybe you're at the grocery, I don't know. So it's called a word of knowledge. And so you just, basically what I'm gonna do, I asked a couple people that I know that have done this before and stuff. And I just felt like this morning, the Lord is specifically just like Lori, uh, Evelyn gave us a word of knowledge, Evelyn a word of knowledge for Lori at the apartment this morning that he's got some of you on his mind, obviously all of you, but specifically some words of knowledge for some people. So I asked a couple people to come up and do that. And some of them are like, I don't know if I have anything. And others are like, I got one. So if I, if you guys would come up, um, if you really feel like you have nothing, but the, the ones I talked to, so Steve, Olivia, I asked Emily, um, I asked Destiny, Brittany, yeah. Okay, so I feel like these guys are going to release a word of knowledge. And so what that means, what that looks like is as they say it, I, maybe I'll explain it or they can. And if that's you, your job is to be bold We'll depend on what, I guess we'll depend on what the thing is. If it's like broken leg, like don't stand up. But all right, we'll just, we'll just walk through it. Okay. Okay, so, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I guess uh, during worship service, it, it seemed like someone had tightness in their chest. And you're kind of wondering what that was. You're wondering if it's a medical issue. And, and if you have a medical issue, please, this is, this is not for you. But it's somebody who's been really stressed out. Uh, and I feel like the Lord is saying uh, to, to consider Luke 1 when Zechariah, um, you know, he actually questioned the Lord when Gabriel came and said, hey, you know what? Uh, your wife, who's a million years old, is about to have a baby. And he was like, I don't know about that. Are you sure about that? And regardless of his faith, what happens, what the Lord wanted to happen is going to happen. So I know that you have faith for whatever it is that is on your heart, but you can rest in the Lord that what he wants to do will be done. So if somebody had a tightness in their chest, if they're stressed out about something, uh, you can rest and just be released. Okay, don't, don't forget if that's you. If you know that resonates with you, remember that because we're going to go through all these and then at the end we're going to pray for it. Um, I usually don't do this, but uh, I really felt like the Lord had a specific word for you in the, the hat right there, in the shirt, uh, the hoodie. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And the word that I got was uh, the word restoration. 
And I felt like the Lord says that he has restoration upon your life at this moment. And he's going to make a way for you to see all things restored. I don't know if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Yep. And he's really blessed with you because you've taken, uh, for you, it feels like a really small faith step, but it's a big faith step. And he sees you uh, taking those steps. And the more you walk in faith, the longer you walk with God, the longer you, you, you move forward. And the stuff in the back is not there anymore. So the Lord just would, he, I believe what he's saying, he's restoring you to take lengthy steps. And that means to go forward. Does that make, make sense for you? Okay, would you all just stretch your hand? Can we pray for you? Lord, we just thank you for res restoration. We thank you, Father God, that you love him so much that you allowed us to see him through your eyes. And we're grateful, Lord. We're grateful for what you're doing, lengthening the steps uh, in Jesus' name. And Father, thank you for what you're doing. Restoration, we just declare that. Just speak restoration over his whole life in Jesus' name. And then uh, there's uh, the lady in the back with the stripes, you with the stripes. I really uh, felt like that it, it actually is that whole spot right there. There's like something really going on in worship right in that area. And I really felt like the Lord touched you in worship today. I don't know if you felt that or not, but I felt like his hand almost just, just grabbed a hold of you in a way to touch your heart and to comfort your heart. He has so much comfort for you. He's got so much comfort for you, so much mercy for you, and so much of his goodness and love for you that, again, he just highlighted you to let you know that you're seen and you're not hidden. And he wants you to know that he's bringing you out of the shadows and into the light because that's how much he loves you. It's how much his grace is for you. And uh, you've walked with him a long time, and he, you know, he knows you really well. <laughs> just, I just felt like that the Lord said, I know you really well. And uh, you are a worshiper, and the Lord just wants to encourage you to keep worshiping for his healing to your soul. And as you keep worshiping, you're just going to have find more and more more freedom. And then the, uh, the last word is okay. Yeah. Uh, the last word, <laughs> the the last word I, I had. This is kind of general, but I've been worshiping a little bit uh, in here, and I really felt like that Jesus wants all of us to know that what you need Him to be. He will be that to you. And so when we are broken, he is the mender. Does that make sense? When we, we are sinners, he is the Savior. When we need forgiveness, he is the forgiver. When we need healing, he is the healer. And so those words are general words, but it's true. It's about who he is. He is salvation, and salvation means solness, sozo, and it means wholeness. So he is all these things for you. And I would just encourage you, I felt like it was a real season to really reach out to Jesus and say, Jesus, uh, like the restoration, Jesus, I am broken, I need your restoration, so come and do that. And I would encourage you to, whatever that word is today, just write it down, just, just as we're doing this, maybe just take a little note, who I need Jesus to be for me today. And the Father, I believe he promises that he'll do that for you very quickly. Um, I got right knee pain. Right knee pain. Does anybody have right knee pain? Anybody? Okay. Anybody else? How about left knee pain? Yes. Come on. Okay. We're going to pray for that. And back there, too. Okay. So this is sort of a general one, too, for all the men. And so 
is it okay if like all the men put their hands on their heart so I kind of want to come against like the feminist movement and so I have some scripture real quick but it talks about how sorry I'm not going to preach I'm really not um and just real quick like how the well I won't read it but the there was a curse on the women after Eve ate the apple and then Adam ate the apple that women would want to control their men and that there was sort of this conflict that started between man and woman. But then in the New Testament, it actually teaches us that men are meant to be the head. And so whether you're married or not married, like the Lord has a special call for us, for the men. I'm not I'm a man, but you know what I mean? For men. And so I feel like, you know, there's been a lot of suppression for the men in our culture. And so I just feel like the Lord is really like, hey, like, I want to empower the men in this church and empower the men in this community because it actually changes dynamics of the entire community and the entire household. And I believe the schools and everything that's happening politically, like if we can have men who rise up to be men of God, then it changes everything. And so I just want to pray into that. So men, put your hand on your heart. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you for the men in this church, and thank you, Lord, that you are just raising up men of valor who are pure and steadfast and who have been squandered maybe by the controlling thumb of their wives. I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just give them just an, a courage and a passion to just dive into you, and maybe they don't know what that looks like tangibly, Lord Jesus, but I just ask that they would connect with men in this body who serve you wholeheartedly and that they would just learn just your ways that that is right and true and pure and is so far from what 21st century teaches us about men. But Lord, I pray that they would be vigorous to do it different and to just change the culture and change the dynamics and um, generational steadfastness of their own family tree, Lord. And I just thank you for just a radical just shift. I just, just shift. Shift is the word. Just a shift happening. And Lord Jesus, I pray for the teenagers in this room who are going to be men. I declare right now, Lord Jesus, that you would just put something real special up in their heart, Lord, that they would just be able to just be a rock in their schools. It looks different, that they will be pure, that you'll protect their eyes, that they will not see things they're not supposed to. And if they did, erase it now. I thank you, Jesus, that you are just birthing something in the men right now, a real hunger, and I just thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's all. Okay, I have a couple things. The first one was like neck and back pain, so does anyone have any problems with their neck or their back? Awesome. Okay, we're definitely going to pray healing for you guys. And then also the lady back here in the very, almost the very last row in the pink sweater, you, yes. Um, I just felt like the Lord was calling you out to qualify you, and I just feel like you've been dealing with some disappointment in your life. Um, does that resonate with you at all? And so I just feel like um, you're definitely here for a reason, but he's just restoring the relationship that he has with you. Like, he just loves you so much. I just saw, like, um, your heart and, like, pieces, and I just feel like he's coming in to encounter you with his love. Oh, it's so overwhelming and so good, but... Um, He's definitely qualified you for this season, and he's with you the whole time. He sees what you're going through, and he wants you to know that um, you can lean on him during this time. And so if you guys could just stretch your hand out so we could pray for her. 
So, Lord, I'm just so grateful and thankful for her today, Lord, and I just um, pray that you restore all those broken pieces, Lord, and that you're qualifying her, that she can lean on you during this time, and that your love's just overwhelming every area of her life right now, Lord, and I'm just so thankful and grateful that she's here today, and thankful and grateful that you pointed her out, that you love her so much, and that it's just an overwhelming love that's going to pour out into all her circumstances and situations that she's going to through that she is qualified thank you jesus amen oh and one one other thing uh this is kind of like a general for the house but i just feel like the lord wants to encounter you guys because i feel like um we love because he first loved us and if you don't encounter his love um and experience it then you're like yeah okay like so I just feel like he is um, wanting to encounter all of you guys in a new way, in a tangible way, where you get to experience um, the power and the love and the God that is um, alive today. So I just feel like he's going to release encounters over all of you guys, whether that's dreams, visions, Holy Spirit, um, manifestations, which are so amazing. So just be ready for that, and I pray that uh, when that does happen, I just want you guys to share that with someone, whether it's your friend, your neighbor, or whether you put it on Facebook, but I just feel like he's uh, going to encounter you in a new way. Woo! Thank you, guys. Uh, I'm going to elaborate here while they go back, and we're getting ready to pray for all these things. I felt like the thing that Emily released, that pressure in the chest, I felt like there were people in the room who had so much pressure on their chest from a couple things. One is grief. I felt like there's people in the room that are struggling with grief that is so heavy and weighty that it's literally just like you can't breathe. So there's that. And then also people who have issues just in their chest, just chest pain, rapid heart. Uh, I don't know, like the anxiety piece is a big deal, but just anything to do with that. So that based on anything else that was said up here today, if any of that resonated with you, I want you to stand. Um, we're going to pray for all of that at one time. So even the knee pain, the neck pain, back pain, uh, the chest thing. I think anybody that's even maybe anyone dealing with like anxiety, I think that if that's you, then those people can stand. And then also I know that Katrisa has a friend that's uh, in the hospital in ICU right now. And so we want to pray specifically for her. Where's Katrisa? There she is. So you can stand in the gap for her, Katrisa. But also I just wanted to pray for that as well. Anyone with COVID in the hospital, on the ventilator, I'm so sick of this. And I just want to see a turnaround in that. In Jesus' name. And so... Uh, we're going to just pray for all of those things. So if, if anybody else, if you need to stand, if you just feel that tug from the Lord, like, yeah, that's me, I need to stand, just do it. Just do it because he highlighted those things today because he wants to heal you. He wants to pour out his love on you. So do not pass up this opportunity. So just stand if that was you. One last time, one last chance. One, two, three, gone. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, look, I love it. Like five people stood up. Yes, come on. Uh, okay, now, if you're not standing, you need to go around somebody that's standing, and you need to pray for them. Listen, God's already, it's not you. You're not the one healing these people. You're just being a conduit for what God's doing, right? So you're just going to go gather around these people, and we're just going to release heaven. We're going to release the promise. We're going to release what the Lord has highlighted them for over their lives. So I just want to make sure that everybody who's standing has someone praying around them, Matt need somebody yeah okay has everybody got someone praying for them back in the back someone back here in the back needs to pray raise your hand if you don't have somebody praying for you do it <laughs> there we go okay 
So thank you, Lord. Awesome. Okay. So about 30 more seconds. If you were getting prayer for pain or anything that you could feel tangibly, check it out. See if it's still there. Feel the healing. Feel a difference. <laughs> I see you're so excited. I'm excited to hear what happened over here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome so we just say yes 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 and amen thank you lord that you would put your eyeballs on the people sitting in upper room this morning and highlight the needs that they have in their lives that they are so special and so important to you lord we trust that you've highlighted these things for a purpose and a reason and that is that you want to bring healing and wholeness to them we thank you for that in Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right, give me a wave if you felt something tangible happen, if anything shifted in your body. Josh has an arm up, you do. Back in the corner, what happened back there? I saw them get excited. Knee pain? Yeah, he said he was experiencing knee pain. It bothered him all week, and now he doesn't feel it. Come on. Woo. That's the Lord. Oh, my gosh. This isn't a setup. Nobody interviewed him, you know, yesterday, and was like, now, what's your problem? And we're going to have Olivia come up and say knee pain. No, I don't, for one, if you know us, we're not like that plan, planned out. <laughs> uh, but really, no, that was the Lord. Okay, what else? I saw you getting excited. Yeah, what happened? Oh my gosh, yes! She said she couldn't squat down and stand up without it catching and hurting, and now she can. So it's awesome! Awesome, awesome, awesome. Anybody else have a really good one? Josh, what's going on? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, that's how the Lord manifests at times. It's like you get all warm and bubbly, you feel things, whatever. That's awesome. All right, can we just give the Lord a hand? I feel like he just wants to love on us this morning. All right. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're, I, have, I knew that this, that would take a little minute or two, so I had not much to talk about or not much to say at all. But really just to spend, I'm telling you, I'm going to try and do it like in 20 minutes or less. But just to talk about this opportunity that we have for thankfulness. And so the Lord brought me to um, Luke 17. So that's what I'm going to read from real quick. I had a couple funny things to say. All right, I'll say them really quick. I want to give you some updates on my life. And a couple of funny things that I thought you guys would think was really funny. So number one, I have reached the stage where my kids 
and my kids are cool. And so I can share things with them. And so Olivia saved up money and got these. Look at these. Aren't these amazing? And she bought them. And she let me wear them today. I love it. I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm reaping the benefits. So there's one story. Another story. Okay, see my shacket? If you're a style person, you know that shackets are like all the thing right now. So I got one last year, this one right here. Well, not exactly this one, but I got one that looked just like this last year. And I wore it, didn't get much time to wear it because then it got hot and everything. And so I started wearing it this fall. And of course, now in reverse, the children want to wear my stuff too. And so they wore it and they've been wearing it a while and someone threw it in the laundry and I didn't pay attention and no one told me not to put it in the dryer and I didn't notice. And we put it in the dryer and I'm telling you, like I pulled it out and it shrunk up. I was like, this might fit Hadassah, it was so small. I was so mad. I was like, oh, I, I was so mad because I loved it. And I got compliments on it a lot. And so anyways, I said, you know what? I'm gonna order another one because I got on Amazon. So I ordered another one. I made them each pay me $15. And now I'm wearing my new one today. Isn't that awesome? Okay, and then the last but not least, the last story is I got my hair done this week. These are all true stories. I got my hair done this week, and <laughs> Aaron didn't say anything when he saw me. And it was a significant change because it was, it was really darker. And so I don't think he said anything to me all day, or maybe it was the next day or something. One of the girls said, oh, Mom, I like your hair. And he said, it looks like you have a wig on. Isn't that so rude? Ugh! So, yeah, you better go. <laughs> there you go. Life. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> Life updates. All right, let's go to Luke 17. I am going to read it. I'm going to read this story from uh, my, passion, my passion translation. So I'm going to read it through one time, and then I'm going to just kind of dissect the, ver the verses. Um, so Luke 17, verse 11 says, Jesus traveled on toward Jerusalem and passed through the border region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered one village, 10 men approached him, but they kept their distance for they were lepers. They shouted to him, mighty Lord, our wonderful master, won't you have mercy on us and heal us? When Jesus stopped to look at them, he spoke these words, go to be examined by the Jewish priests. They set off and they were healed while walking along the way. One of them, a foreigner from Samaria, when he discovered that he was completely healed, turned back to find Jesus, shouting out joyous praises and glorifying God. When he found Jesus, he fell down at his feet and thanked him over and over, saying to him, You are the Messiah. This man was a Samaritan. So where are the other nine, Jesus asked. Weren't there ten who were healed? They all refused to return to give thanks and give glory to God, except you, a foreigner from Samaria." Verse 19, it says, Then Jesus said to the healed man laying at his feet, Arise and go. It was your faith that brought you salvation and healing. Okay, so I just want to dissect this a minute because there's a couple, well, there's a lot going on in there, but uh, verse 12 and 13, let's start there. It says, The lepers recognized Jesus. So this man's walking through, and they knew who he was. So I just think I'm pulling out some important parts. And then you take it, you study this, you figure it out, like what you need to apply and how you need to apply it. But for me, these are the main things I found in each verse. So the lepers recognize Jesus. So number one, like, we need to recognize who he is. You hear us say this in here all the time. The man who died for you, recognize the one, lock eyes with him, get to know him. It's everything that Brianna was saying this morning. These men knew who he was. Okay, and then in verse 14, it says, Jesus told them to go to the, I'm, I think I, I wrote this down, I think I paraphrased. Jesus told them to go to the priests. Okay, what I took away from that is that others can help. 
Do you know that he could have healed them right then and there? He could have just been like, you're healed. But he told them to go to the priest because he was allowing this opportunity for others to uh, help walk out the healing. And I just feel like that was important because there are other people in your life, like the Lord is the one who does the healing. But at times there are people that can come across your, your path that can help walk you through healing. Doctors can help us in healing. Like there's, there's things that we can do and people who could help us um, to experience healing also. Okay, also in verse 14, as they went, they were healed, okay? He told them to go, and what did they do? They kept going. They obeyed. So that was another important piece that I took away. Like in our obedience, things happen, okay? In our obedience, that's a, that's a huge deal. Um, okay, now for, down into ver- verse 15. One came back to Jesus and praised him, and in verse 16, bowed down. So I was like, man, it's just so interesting to me that these guys, they obeyed. They knew who he was, and they obeyed him. They went. They get healed. Nine of them just keep going and doing their own thing. Only one came back, even though they all knew who he was. It wasn't this idea of like, oh, he was the only one that knew who it was. No, they all knew who he was. They recognized him. And one came back after the healing and praised him and bowed down. So he adored him. He praised him. Um. And the interesting thing about the one who came back is that he was a Samaritan. And in that time, there was that disconnect, right, between a Jew and a Samaritan. And so what I took away from that is that the Samaritan probably could have had this feeling of, like, I'm not worthy to talk to Jesus. I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to have that connection. And I think that there are times—and he chose to anyway. He went back anyways and and to find him, to praise him, to worship him, to thank him. And I think that there are times that even when good things happen, we have this idea or this thought that because of what we've done or who we've been around or whatever in our life, that we aren't worth going back to the Lord. We aren't worth going to him and even thanking him. Maybe for some of you, it's like, what? That's so easy. I can thank him all the time. But I feel like there's probably others of us in the room who we even feel shame or guilt if something good happens for us to even say, thank you. And man, in this story right here, this guy, he, he was the disconnect between the Samaritan and the Jew, but yet he, he went back to say thank you. Okay, verse 17 and 18, Jesus asked, that's what he asked about the other nine. And then in verse 19, he says to him, stand up and go. You, and, and, and how does it word it? Let's see. You were not, arise and go. It was your faith that brought you salvation and healing. And I wanted, to, I really wanted to lean into this piece. This is like the biggest thing for me. Okay, so the other guys were healed. This guy comes back. He's healed. And he's just there to thank the Lord. Like he was thrilled just with the fact that he was no longer a leper. And Jesus is so good that in that moment, he says to him, your faith has brought you salvation and healing. In some parts, that word is actually sozo, which is what I think who brought somebody up here brought it up, the sozo piece, saved, healed, and delivered. So now not only was he healed, but now he's saved, healed, delivered. Like it was the whole thing. Wow. I I got so excited when I read that. I was like, wow. So in my thankfulness, okay, I'm doing, I'm, I'm honoring the Lord. I'm recognizing what he's done for me. And also he does more. He does more. He doesn't just stop there. He doesn't just say like, you're welcome. 
No, there's more that comes along when we return in thankfulness. And it's, it's the whole piece. Like, he doesn't want to just heal your knee. He's excited that he did that. We're excited too. But he wants to offer salvation. He wants to save your soul. He wants to deliver you from like what Brianna was talking about, the sin cycles. That's his desire. He wants wholeness. And so, man, what a link between the thankfulness and then our opportunity for receiving wholeness, fullness. Um, Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I mean, I think obviously, like, we can thank him for, like, all the good things and all the, the blessings. And, like, when we say, like, let's think of one thing that we're thankful for and let's thank him for our breath of life and things like that. But I've really been challenged the last couple of weeks with this thought of 2021. And I don't know about you, but I, I am trying not to complain. But I think 2021 was worse, for me at least. I feel like 2021 was so much worse than 2020. And I don't know. I haven't put my finger on just exactly what just yet. I think the Lord's still working in me for that. But I noticed one thing, and that was that... Um, I think I was kind of starting to really focus on the things that hadn't happened and also all the junk that did happen. And in neither one of those areas have I thanked him. Lord, thank you for the junk that happened. Lord, thank you that even though this is a promise that you've put on my life, I thank you that I'm still in the waiting, right? So there was something significant. I... We can, igno- we can recognize the things that he's done, and, you know, we, that's maybe easy, but I think that there's something significant today about us thanking him for the hard stuff, thanking him for the bad stuff. Does that make sense? It's not that he did that. He didn't cause this to happen or this bad thing to happen or that person to pass away or this disease or this whatever. He didn't cause that, but in that, there is something that we are learning, something that we are gaining. We are growing as a human. Our character is strengthened. We are strengthened in Christ. And so for that, we are thankful. Man, and I felt like the Lord was just really showing me that that is a significant key, a significant piece to this Thanksgiving thing. This the season maybe, I don't know, but just thankfulness in general is that the enemy would want us to just, you know, be like, well, he didn't do this. I've had this prophetic word over my life. Well, I thought we were going to get, you know, out of debt this year, or I thought that my car was going to last another two years. Like, you know, he, that is the stuff for us to thank him for. I don't know why. I, I don't know. There's so many things, but I do know this. I think that if he can, if the enemy could keep us focused on what hasn't happened and the junk that we've went through and cause us just to be like victims, like, woe is me. Like, oh, I, I, I thought that this was going to happen. I thought I was going to have this position. I thought I was going to get this job. I thought this was going to happen. I thought the government was going to look a lot better at this point, you know? Instead of sitting in the disappointment of it all, we thank him for what's happening in the process. I don't know. I think that it's hard, and I don't think it feels good. And sometimes I don't even think that maybe our brain and our heart really align. But I'm going to do it because I know that I want to go back, just like the 10th guy did. He went back. I want to go back. I don't want to ignore it. I don't want to 
act like everything's fine. I'm going to thank you for that, and I'm going to move forward. And I feel and believe that in that, the Lord really wants to sozo us, save us, heal us, deliver us, remove things from us that is not ours to carry. It's, you know, there's just stuff that he doesn't want us carrying that for some reason we just keep carrying. We keep revolving around it. This is what I said to the girls the other morning. You guys, if you know me, I have said this before. Dana knows this about me. When I get mad, I start lecturing. And I really thought, I thought for a long time, I thought it was teaching. I thought I was actually teaching you something when I was lecturing you. And I thought, this is the right way to respond to things. So anyways, this week, as I've tried not to do that as much, I did find myself doing it this week. And I was driving, and I was trying to do a demonstration with my hand while I was driving. I was like, telling the kids, I'm like, this is you, and you think the whole entire world needs to circle around you. And I said, no, we need to plant Jesus. And then everybody circles around him. And I was just, and then all of a sudden, when my hand was like doing this, I was like, okay, I know I'm lecturing, but it's true. So how do you not lecture, but yet say something that's true? Anyway, I'm just saying that to say, like, that's, I feel it, that's what's happening right now in this season, is this opportunity to thank him for the hard things, thank him for the crap, the junk. And again, I just to clarify, not thanking him for what happened necessarily, but thank you for what you're doing in me as I journey through this. You're healing me, you're saving me, you're delivering me. Okay, I want to give a couple examples of where that happened uh, in the Bible. And so in Jonah... If you went to church your whole life and you know all the Bible stories, and Jonah, he got swallowed up by a big fish. Verse 1, let's see, verse 1, it says, Then Jonah prayed to his God from the belly of the fish. So he's literally in the middle of worst case scenario. He's in a fish, and he determines in his heart to pray. Rather than sit on the fact that I'm in a fish, I don't know what's going to happen, I'm going to die, all this thing, all these things. He determines that he's going to pray, so he starts to pray, and this is in the middle of his junk that's happening. Skip all the way down to verse 9, and he says, But I'm worshiping you, God, calling out in thanksgiving. I was like, man, yes. So in the middle of his junk, he's worshiping, and he's calling out in thanksgiving, and that is the connection with worship and thanksgiving as well. So in our worship, it's thanksgiving that's flowing from our heart because I'm I'm worshiping him because all of a sudden I realize who he is. I am so thankful. I recognize what he's worthy of. I'm giving him what he's due. I'm giving him what he's worthy of. Come on. When you do something nice for someone, you deserve a thank you, right? And you get offended sometimes if no one says anything to you about it. Which, by the way, where's Kathy? Kathy Abnam, I've been meaning to send you a thank you card. And I meant to bring it today, and I forgot. So just so you know, I want to thank you for something that you did. I feel convicted by that. I really do. So anyways, we like it. When we do something, we like, to, we like for people to say thank you. That's him. He loves for us to love on him in thankfulness, even in the midst of a piece of crap day or in the middle of hurt or disappointment. I'm telling you, like disappointment and abandonment, that's been my nemesis. I've been disappointed so many times. I'm so sick of it and abandoned so many times in different ways. I'm so sick of it. But man, thank you, Lord. Thank you for walking me through those situations. I know you're strength, stretching me, strengthening me. You're, deter- you're molding my character. You're training me for future. You're all the things. So just thank you for that. 
Um, Ephesians 5.20, it says, Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. <sighs> okay, that just backs up what I'm telling, telling you today. Everything, for everything. And then last but not least, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, giving thanks in all circumstances. This is the will of Christ. So, that's it. Wasn't that fast? Straight to the point. Okay, but here's the, here's the thing. I'm not going to just like dump all this out there and not give you an opportunity to activate it because I 100% I believe in activating you guys. Uh, I don't like it when I show up somewhere and the Lord's really wanting to do something and then, and then we're like, all right, and now go home, do that. No, you're putting it on the spot right now and we're going to do this right now. So what I want to do is I want you, um, the band's going to come. We're going to do a, a thank you song. I just want to worship in Thanksgiving just like Jonah did. I feel that you would know some of the things that you need to go back and thank the Lord for. And, uh, and while we sing, like, you're not dismissed yet. Of course, you can go if you want. But don't be sneaking out during the song because this is still part of this message. Uh, but you, I want you to dig deep into something, a situation, a circumstance, whatever, something, and I'm even going to take a step further, something hard, something that's hurt, something that's been painful, something that's challenging. It could have been 35 years ago. I don't know. But whatever that is, I really want you to take this time. I want you to thank the Lord for it genuinely as much as you can, as much as you can, because even in just a piece of your thankfulness, even if you don't feel it, man, I know that he is going to respond just like he did. This guy came back and thanked him, and he was saved, healed, delivered. Man, I just think that, like, I think there could be so much healing that happens in this. So we're just going to, we're going to worship. And um, if you want to journal or if I do, I really want to open this up. I want to get back to like opening this front piece up, this area here. We might be weird here, but I think that there's something that's really, really special and unique about you moving out of your comfort zone. So even if that means you move back a row or over a different section or even come up, like this is the altar. This is kind of like this, this special holy place where we literally are laying ourselves down at his feet. I mean, think about it. That 10th guy that came back, he bowed down at his feet in thanksgiving and in worship and thankfulness. And so, man, I just want to, this is, this is a time for you to receive. You can receive as much or as little as you want. That's, that's what I'll say about that. You can receive as much or as little as you desire. And I do feel that the Lord will do more than you could ask, think, or imagine. But if I could guide you into one thing, I would think that I would encourage you to go back in thankfulness over something difficult, whether it was this year, whatever. Um, okay, so they're going to start playing. Would you stand? Um, and then I'll, I'll close this out at the end. So space is open up here.
hard things. Thank you for easy things. Thank you for good things. Thank you for the stretching in our heart, in our character. We're grateful. Lord, we just receive the truth and healing and wholeness that happened in this room this morning. The breakthrough, chains falling off, anxiety fleeing the room, never to return. We're so thankful for you this morning, Lord. You're such a good, good father. Lord, we just thank you so much with such grateful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you're on the prayer team, would you come up? And if you just like need extended prayer, like maybe you just need someone to pray for you or you just have a question or something we didn't tackle, you just want to have prayer for, these guys are up here. They have like little badges on. So anybody who's on the prayer team, would you just come up? And they're going to keep playing. And if you just want to stay and just, I don't know, lounge in his love, go for it. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. We love you. Have a great week.